0: the dawn of time we have been waiting. Waiting patiently for the one who is worthy. Finally, our great warrior has appeared from the darkness. Now, the time has come for the chosen one to sit upon the throne. Okay, this is uh, episode one, maybe the first, maybe the only, maybe the last episode of uh, my podcast, This is What You Think You Do Now, uh, and this is my first guest, um, Lawrence Fuller. Hello. That's him talking. Thank you for being here, Lawrence, in my home. Yep. Um, uh I'm sitting on an antique toilet from the 1800s. Yeah. Lawrence is on a chaise lounge. Chaise lounge. Chaise. Is that I don't know I don't know what it is. I that? think it's chaise. Chaise? Yeah. All I know is that 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 thing has a history. And uh I think you're from, I think you know more about that I do. But should we save that story for another time or is this to today? <laughs>
1: Why don't you elaborate, Richard? So you,
0: I helped you move and then I was like, hey, this one, this piece of furniture would like really fit my place. And you're like, okay, for helping, I don't, you're like, I don't really need it because you're moving into a place that was mostly furnished already. So you kind of need to get rid of stuff. Wait, you're hoping to add this? I don't, I am hoping for nothing. Okay. I have you, just hope for nothing. Expect, actually, hope for the best. Expect the worst. And
1: uh, I think we're. Richard, I, Jordan, everybody. We're going to have the uh, expectations met. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. You're going to have your expectations met. Right. You're, you're like Les Brown Jr. Well, then
0: that way, I mean, if anything good happens, you're like, hey, I wasn't expecting that.
1: You're like uh Tony Robbins Sr. Uh, the Motivational Speaker?
0: Yeah. T- Isn't that there's one Tony Robbins? There's huh I actually know his son, so his son's not Tony, Tony. Robbins Jr. What's his name? Jarek. Jarek? Jarek Robbins, also a motivational speaker. Jarek. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Should give him a follow. He's a motivational speaker. what is he stuff like his dad's or has he got like a spin
0: I think his dad's more intense i don't I don't really uh subscribe to anything they do I don't know
1: I just kind of friends with some of those motivational people and um, why how do you how are you you have the oddest eclectic group of friends um you know, like Wall Street traders, uh, motivational speakers, comedians, porn stars, cocaine dealers, all sorts of drug dealers. But you're—I mean—you're sober. I don't know if I can hear this anymore after uh, <laughs>
0: after the, the turn this conversation took. Um, but um, oh yeah, I, I think part of that is just that living up. in LA. That you will think, have to cut that out. I think. Now have to, it has to stay in. I think that's just LA that you just run into these kinds of people. And then it's all your fault.
1: That It is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of those subjects is my fault. Okay.
0: So is it chaise? Chase? Shades. Shades. It's shades. Like shades. Like shades. Okay. Like a sh... A's. Chaise lounge. Not a chaise. Chaise. I'm just not cultured like some people. I don't have a sophisticated palette and am not knowledgeable
1: well, I, furniture. I mean, I don't know where the chaise comes from. I don't know where that comes like what, it, what that meaning behind chaise lounge is. is it Sounds name? French. It's probably French. Chaise. Choise. Choise. Choise.
0: This is like, I see this becoming the biggest podcast ever. (laughs) I don't know. This is like Joe Rogan on crack. I think Joe Rogan on crack. Joe Rogan might be Joe Rogan on crack. I think he's on something. He's definitely on steroids. At least we're just on
1: uh, junk food and uh, cheap beer. I watched a James Bond today. Yeah? I did. And I haven't watched a James Bond for a long time. But I watched um Quantum of Solace today. Yeah. Just just I was in a James Bond mood. And I put it on. And Um there's a lot of shit in there, you know. They it hasn't been, you know, the line it's super cheesy. It's kind of like But that's Bond. That's I that's know. there's there's it's it's like Schwarzenegger with the, the taglines, you know? Yeah, all the taglines. Like, oh, that hurt when he just like blows blows up a boat with yeah. a bazooka or something. And at <laughs> one point, he just sort of, a guy rode up, a villain rode up on a motorbike, and then he just like grabbed the bottom of the motorbike and flipped him in the air. And I was like, what is he? Is he like made of metal or he something? Seems he just fine. flipped the guy on the motorcycle with his hand. What is that? That doesn't even. You sure he didn't throw something in the wheel? He just, literally no, just he, threw it? He just, he just grabbed the motorcycle and went like that.
0: <laughs> just
1: gestured it up with, with my hand. He's Bond. Yeah.
0: I, I thought, you know, I think maybe they'll do this, but, you know, there's Bond always had his American buddy who was, um, has been uh, black for the last few movies. I forget What's the guy's name? What's his, what's his uh, CIA counterpart? Why don't they ever do spin-offs with that guy? Oh, just, yeah, that's Felix, good. Felix is, is, is Felix is CIA buddy.
1: Oh, yeah. Why not? So
0: they could be like, Michael B. Jordan is Felix. And then, like, you do, like, a movie with Bond and Felix. And then there's just, like, Felix movie with Bond, like, shows up sometimes. Hey, that's, you should write that. I mean, it's, I think that's kind of what, uh, you know, maybe I should. But maybe you should. I think that's kind of what, uh. Like Mission Impossible has become. It's kinda of like I want to do Bond movies. Yeah. But I'll do like American Bond. And so he just bought the Mission Impossible name. But uh Who did? Tom Cruise. That's all he does he make boom. Mission Impossible <laughs> movies. Which have you seen those movies? Like I haven't i seen a few. Of them. It just seemed like yeah. a one chase. Like him running <laughs> he was running from like a falling building. Or an explosion like for two and a half hours, and then the movie just ends. That's all. He's just running, and Tom Cruise is like, he's got to be mid fifties or later th- at this point, you know. Like I bet he, I, I can't run more than a hundred yards. How how are he just running for hours? Sprinting also. There's no there's no like jog. It's just just a just a sprint,
1: two hours. He's very fit for his age, right? You know, he's a very fit man. Kept in good shape these (laughs) these years. Uh, Yeah, there is a lot of explosions in the Mission Impossible franchise. You got to give it to them, right? I mean, (laughs) you got to give it to them. You guys got those explosions down. You got to give it to them. They they raised a lot of money, and they got the ticket sales, and they put it into bigger and bigger explosions. They were like. How big can the explosions get this time? See, what's next on Mission Impossible 27? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna blow up this time? I know one of them, the Kremlin blows up. That was all the ads, like the
0: Kremlin blows the up. The Kremlin, okay, that's pretty big. Then they're we gonna blow up the Amazon. <laughs> At one point, he's just outside. He also likes to hang from things, whether it's a cliff or a skyscraper in Dubai. It's either blowing up, running from explosion, or I'm hanging from something. Yeah. Oh yeah, and actually, the new one—he's
1: the, the ad—is he's hanging from a plane. He's like, I thought that was an old one. I thought he—that was it from a when he, he like broke his leg because he, he does all his own stunts, right? And he was actually hanging from the plane, like flapping off, and his cheeks are all like yeah. in yeah. the wind. And then, uh, yeah, no, I thought that was like Mission Impossible Four or something, right? I don't know. I don't. It.
0: I honestly don't even know how many there are. Six?
1: Are there six? Are they coming out to the seventh?
0: I I just remember there was one. I think it was the one. Maybe it was just the third one. I remember watching, and it was like, yeah, it, it was. It was like he had been through like this horrible thing, like this. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was the villain, and this guy was like they made him like really terrible, and he was like torturing
1: yeah yeah he was good
0: yeah but he like he kidnaps his wife and his wife's just a normal woman she's not like a spy or anything and he's like gonna kill her and all and then it all ends and then like the mission impossible music comes on like and then tom cruise rooms off with his wife and they're like laughing and smiling like yeah that happened like no you you you're like traumatized for life now you have like post-traumatic stress disorder you're not just uh all right
1: we got away that happened but um um so the mission impossible 7 is coming out next oh my year God. Uh, that's about that's that's good yeah why is that good that, i don't know i mean so it's, it's it's what it is so are you a fan
0: i i'm i'm not really uh no 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 I'm not. i don't see an ad for mission impossible on go I need
1: to buy a ticket to that. Would you watch it though? Maybe. I'm in I'm in the same boat. I might
0: watch. It. I'm I actually more interested really in uh one. I kind of just want to see like Christopher Nolan movies seem to be the most uh, interesting to me at this point. Even though I didn't see the new one. I don't know if we're allowed we have no theaters open around here, so we can't even see Oh, his new movie about yeah, huh? Yeah, I want to see that. Time traveling backwards.
1: Is that what it's about?
0: Oh, that's why it's like yeah. Uh, there's there's parts where they're like on the title. shooting guns, but they're catching the bullet in the guns because it's all in reverse.
1: Oh yeah, I, I think I saw a clip of that. Yeah. I mean, apparently, it's you know, it's not quite interstellar, but it's on par with interception. Well, well, here, speaking of, there was some. There was some people who were pretty disappointed by that film but I'm going to bring I'd back still be up for seeing it the Shays. now is the new
0: movie Christmas movie called Tenet or Tenant? what is how what is it called
1: Tenet not Tenant. you're adding another N in there it's just Tenet T-E-N-E-T Tenet, tenet. I've, heard, tenet. I've heard it what pronounced Tenet
0: I've heard it pronounced Someone... very strange ways and I'm like I don't know what the real one is
1: look T-E-N-E-T. Tenet. Yes. Who is saying Tenet? Who did that? I don't know.
0: Maybe it's French. It's not French. <laughs> I'm, ask- I'm not saying I know the answer.
1: I'm asking. I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's pretty straightforward. This is a British cast, British director, and it's spelled T-E-N-E-T. It's okay. Tenet. Listen.
0: Why are you I'm, angry at me? I'm angry. This at This is the, the toxic subject. masculinity that we're talking about. This is this is the bad masculinity. This this is it. Not the 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 corporate rape structure, but uh, you getting angry
1: over the title of a movie. Um. Well, yeah, I can get mad about the title of a movie. I don't think that's toxic masculinity. I think that's fair it's called tenet okay that's what I
0: thought that's what I thought I'm just I'm just uh, okay. what you just what do you think uh, I don't even know his name what's Denzel's son's name he's the star of the movie is he something Washington he, you think he would be good uh, Felix John David Washington John do you think he'd be good like Felix for like the Bond spin-off I have
1: my idea. Yeah, but I mean he's already kind of doing that with Tenet, isn't he? I mean it'd be I mean it'd be the obvious choice, really. What's wrong he?
0: with someone doing the same thing over and over again? Are you familiar with Clint Eastwood? Yes. I guess that does happen quite often. I mean, it's generally what but big stars do they just keep doing the same thing
1: I mean but surely it would be it would Tommy be Lee Jones you're familiar with Tommy Lee Jones his range in characters yeah like pissed off old southern guy pissed off old southern guy with a hat yeah yeah pissed off old southern guy with a soft side he did it all man he was uh He's a great actor, though. I would put him in the great actor category. Yeah? I would. Considering the films he's
0: done. What's your favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie? Are you a fugitive guy? No. That that was probably his
1: big moneymaker. It's pretty good. I'm a no country for old men kind of guy. I could see you being that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that he's the lead in that movie? Because this was a controversial subject when it came out. Would you say he was the lead? I think uh, Josh Brolin was the lead. But he dies. The lead can't Halfway die? Halfway through.
0: It seemed like the the story was following his character more than anyone else. And Javier Bardem was the...
1: Um, but wouldn't you say the protagonist sees through his character arc until the very end? And like has his cathartic moment? I mean... Well, what about, what about, like, The Departed when DiCaprio dies
0: and there's still, like, like a lot of movie left? I feel like he was the lead in The Departed.
1: Was he, though? I mean, I guess that's what we're just... Or was it Mark Wahlberg? Because he was the last one left. No, but I think the protagonists can die in the last scene. Or at the climax of the film. In the last Who was the minutes. lead of Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, but they died in the last scene. <laughs>
0: That proves my point. There you go. Here's something. So, like, whenever there's a movie, like, there's a lead actor and a lead actress, right? Then they get for awards. But why isn't there ever, like, two lead actors? Like, why can't both be leads, like, for just awards? Like, they always stick one for, like, supporting. Or am I wrong? Hmm? What? So, okay. No movie... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is gold like, you no it, like, listen it. to this so like a lot of times like think of like Sansa the Lambs yeah. I remember that as a kid like that won all the awards it won best actor it won best actress right I think it did it didn't win it like
1: it definitely won best actor
0: did she win did Jodie Foster yeah, win yeah she won but they, neither of yeah. them were supporting that's what I'm saying so if it's two males ah. can they both be leads was he hold on oh, this we
1: keep looking things up I don't know if. Do you understand my question, though? I, I think that was a supporting. You think. So? I don't know. I, I think that was a supporting. I'm going to. Because he, he actually wasn't um, the main villain in that. Like, they, they did the spin off of Hannibal, and he was the lead in that one, but he was more of a supporting in that. Let's have a look. Oh, no, best actor. You're right. That's my point. That's his only Oscar, surprisingly. I, I thought he would have won for Zorro. No, he didn't. I, would have, I thought he would have won for Nixon. Listen. Don't. Zorro gets a bad rap. No, it doesn't. I think, I think it's called The Mask of Zorro, actually. The Mask of Zorro gets exactly a rap. Gets you know, there was a movie, uh, an old movie, I think before my time. Uh, with
0: George Hamilton called uh, I think it was called Zorro the Gay Blade where there's like two Zorro there's like a gay Zorro this is a real movie this is I'm not making this up and he's like I think he has like a whip he's like purple costume and a whip he's like the gay Zorro would you want to see that movie over or if you had to choose between Zorro I didn't think so you you don't would you see Mission Impossible 7 or Zorro the Gay Blade if you had to pick Mission Impossible Seven. I think you need to, you know, stop being so close-minded and open your horizons. Stop being afraid of uh, homosexuality and, and normalize it. I'm, normalize it and.
1: Uh, hey, I yeah. loved Moonlight and um, Brokeback Mountain. I thought they were brilliant movies. And I didn't see them as, So that gives you a green light to
0: just be a bigot from now on? Just because you liked some... No, movie? because
1: no, because you're talking about what movie? I'm talking about... That's like if you're I'm like, saying I would watch. You,
0: you're like, I have a black friend,
1: so I can see all this racist stuff now. No, it isn't. You're asking me specifically about a gay movie. Would I prefer to watch this gay movie? Or this schlocky action movie? And... The way you described the gay Zorro thing with the whip, I just... that That's man. objectively describing it. That's what happens in the movie. No. I, I mean, I would go and watch like a gay love story or like... Actually, there's a gay love story that's just coming out that looks amazing called Supernova with uh, Colin Firth and um, Stanley Tucci that I'm definitely going to go see. That looks amazing. The guy like loses his memory and that looks like one of the best films of the year. I will pass on the Gay Zorro.
0: Maybe we next time we'll do like a, a commentary. We'll watch it to, I don't think, I think I've seen it like in parts. I don't think I've watched Zorro the Gay Blade from start to finish. And I probably never will, but maybe
1: we'll change that. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna do that. We should do a, a gay movie episode. We're what we talk about. our rank. We just our- talk. Yeah, we just rank our favorite gay movies. I'm gonna come clean.
0: I've never seen Moonlight or uh, Brokeback. What? Don't say that like why? It, like it's like it's the Godfather or or this is
1: toxic max- masculinity at its worst. Look, I... Antifa, get your guns out. <laughs> this guy is not one of the team. Actually, you know what? You know it's a really good gay movie. You're seeing
0: you the, uh, the the Tom Ford movie.
1: Yeah, Single Man, brilliant.
0: That was actually pretty good. Yeah, loved it. Colin Firth is a good gay. But the thing about that movie is it's shot like it's almost like you're watching a fashion ad. That's two hours. Everyone's yeah. like wearing designer. Every minor character is wearing designer clothes. Everyone yeah. looks perfect.
1: Everyone looks like a, like just a model for no reason. He d- He did have a model in it for no reason. At one point, just walking out of a convenience store. I remember that scene. Yeah, right.
0: And that guy hits on him, and he's like, "No." I'm like, "We're just trying to. Try, we are just trying to put in like what it's like to be Tom Ford, like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, just gay men want to have sex with me, and
1: I turn them down, yeah, because I'm too good." <laughs>
0: like, it was a, but it was a good movie.
1: I- yeah, I, I remember when it came out, seeing in the British papers, I think, it was Guardian gave it a five star and it was like the Evening Standard gave it a one star and the, the two papers were next to each other. Um, But I, I really liked it. I, and the, particularly that scene where he gets a phone call, that that one shot where he gets a phone right. call, that his partner's just died and he puts down the phone and he, he takes off the glasses and leans back and just a single tear falls. Right. Oh, that was... Really powerful and just like as an actor, just made you almost anxious. That that's the standard, you know. Right. So here's a question though:
0: Signs of Lambs is that a gay movie, or is it not? I think the main, the villain, the real villain, he was. He's not even necessarily gay. He's like. Well, that's cr- my my point. He was. He was actually. He was tried to get diagnosed as transgender and he was denied and he, the whole point of it was he was uh, uh correctly denied because he was he because if he uh, believed because of he had experienced abuse as a child which caused him to do certain things one become a serial killer right uh, uh
1: but that's that was the whole thing he but was, he transgender okay yeah he's definitely a cross-dresser because he wanted the suit of human skin right Right. Do you think that was going to work
0: out? Like, say like he never got caught. <laughs> like, I was like, what was he going to do with the, the suit? Like, go on a cruise? Like, lay out by the pool, the suit of like, and no one noticed? Like, oh, that looks normal. That's just a woman by the pool. That's just
1: completely normal. I don't know if he is thinking rationally. Or just wear it at home, you know? He seemed to really enjoy sort of being in front of the mirror and just tucking it between his legs. Right.
0: Well, there's a camera. He was filming himself.
1: Oh, he's filming. Yeah. Maybe when the internet. Yeah, came and, off he had, and he had he actually
0: it. had his a scalp of, of a woman on his head. He had like
1: the oh. wig. That was a uh, great movie. It is a great movie. Yeah, Oscar really... <laughs> swept the Oscars that year. <laughs> you know, I was looking at Anthony Hopkins yeah. the other day, right? Because of The Edge. Yeah. And I like the edge. I I really like it. And actually, that's a David Mamet script. Yeah, I, I knew Wait, that. You you did, but he did, I don't think he directed it though. I don't know. I don't think he's ever directed a good movie. David Mamet. Yeah. Who
0: who directed that? Uh, Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross.
1: Um. Let's see. Well, obviously he wrote that. I mean, he's written many brilliant scripts obviously one of America's best playwrights but for some reason not the best director hey man sometimes you gotta stick in your lane I I don't know I guess but you but you would there's many great writer directors out there um who you know write their scripts and I mean a lot of directors write their own scripts but uh you know Red Belt just kind of felt really I was really surprised that David Mamet wrote that one. Oh, David Mamet wrote Hannibal. There you go. Speaking of... Oh. Speaking of... That was pretty good. Yeah, no, so he was just a writer of The Edge. And um, it is a really clever script. Um, But then I was looking at, at Anthony Hopkins, and there's not a lot before The Edge, actually. Like, he really only started to work a lot as an actor in his fifties.
0: It's kind I mean, of crazy. To think. I really
1: didn't know him before *Silence of lambs.
0: I'm sure he did other things, but I mean, I was a kid when that happened anyway. So
1: yeah, there's stuff, but there's not like a huge amount of credit. So he wasn't like a like working all the time. It was like once every few years, he would do a film and not always a lead role. Right. Well, that's kind of like Liam Neeson, you know, like,
0: he was always support- when did he ever have a leading role until like he was in
1: his late 40s Rob or Roy maybe but he, yeah that was like 40 yeah yeah now
0: it's weird cuz it's now there's these like expendable movies with all these like action stars like these has-beens and they all have to be in a movie together cuz they don't have box office draw anymore but then like Liam Neeson's Whoa. like the same age as them
1: <laughs> and he's the he's the, like the action star now but he's the same age See, that's quite a controversial idea, that they have to do Marvel... You're saying Marvel movies, like that? No, I'm
0: talking Expendables. I'm talking about the Stallone... Oh, Expendables. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Dolph Lundgren, Van Damme, all in the same movie. In the 80s or 90s, that would never happen. Yeah. They'd be like one or two. Even, Even one, like, Schwarzenegger and Stallone would never be in the same movie together.
1: So... You mean back in the eighties. Right. But now they now they're definitely just milking the tea. Right. I mean, but you know what? Here's I a was question happy to see. Okay. Oh.
0: Would you rather see mm-hmm. Zorro the Gay Blade oh. or another Terminator movie? Like a new one that's not that's even made. That's hard, man. <laughs> that's a really hard question. Fuck. Okay, how about this? Would you rather see a if you had to pick one of these three, forget Zorro the Gay Blade. Okay. Termin- new Terminator movie coming out. New Rambo movie coming out. Oh. Or new uh, Rocky movie coming out.
1: It's Terminator. And not Zorro the Gay Blade. No, that's it's not, it's not part of this. Ah. Oh.
0: Terminator, Rocky, or Rambo. Keep in mind, it, they... They're all like seventy now. Or <laughs> like, I think they're might be. I don't know how old they are.
1: Terminator. Terminator. It's because you just love Schwarzenegger's acting. You just want to watch. No, because they he might not even be in it. Interesting. Yeah. I loved Schwarzenegger as a kid right I've, I saw every Schwarzenegger movie I mean who didn't many times okay
0: what's your favorite Schwarzenegger movie not, not as a kid now looking back
1: Eraser or Last Action Hero Last Action Hero those, those answers are both terrible <laughs> Last <laughs> the best Schwarzenegger movie is Last Action
0: Hero yeah not Terminator or Predator Fred, Fred, I put Predator, Predator and Terminator 2 as, and then yeah that's good too and then yeah. Conan Dude, Why Conan? That's an awesome movie. The first one. The second one's terrible. I loved the second one as a kid. Is it? I haven't I haven't really paid attention to it. First one's... Uh, Is it really though? I think it holds up. I think it's a great movie.
1: It's a great movie.
0: I, I will stand by that statement. And there's a gay scene in it. There's a one point. It's, it's kind of like... Must be good. <laughs> Conan kills the guy right away. He's like... Oh, it's something about, oh, look your body. And then Conan just, like, kills him and takes his robes or something. It's Something like that. And then, then anyway. Okay. I don't have a... Or you a, sold it to me. Look, man. If you don't want to appreciate quality cinema that's on you, I'm not here to convert you. You just be you. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to accept you. For all you, you okay. are, you are enough, you are worthy, you are brave, you are um, a true artist. And um, okay, do you think anyone's gonna listen to this? I think this has gotten better. I don't think it's, I think it's kind of growing. I think it's gotten mo-
1: better, mor- morphing, got away from uh, white the- supremacy, <laughs>
0: Proud Boy conversation.
1: I'm <laughs> talking about the validity of LGBT movies yeah no
0: no we're talking here's about here's the thing validity of like why if no one calls a straight movie a straight movie but they call a game why aren't, we, why aren't they just movies yeah. why aren't they just movies that happen and someone's gay they're gay if
1: they are not well I think it became you know partly I think it became a genre because there was a niche market there that they could tap into right but I think that's like the actually the lesser quality movie the gay movies you know I think the best gay movies like Moonlight
0: you don't really about, think do,
1: of... What about... Isn't Dog
0: Day Afternoon about... Isn't he like Robert? Right. You I mean, didn't see that, but I know it's about like getting money for a sex
1: change. No, you wouldn't even think of that as a gay movie. Would you? I wouldn't. Dog Day Afternoon, I'd be like, oh yeah, like when it got round to it in the in the plot, I'd be like, oh yeah, they're gay. But I wouldn't I wouldn't think, oh, let's put on this gay movie. It's just like, you know, cool Abuccino movie. with John... Oh, what's his name? Cav- Cavazil? Kazil. Yeah, uh, you know I'm talking about. I know now. I can't say his yeah, name because you're. I don't really think me. anyone can say his name, but he he was one of the best actors of that right era that just died after like four movies. He did four of the best movies ever made, and then just tragically died. Yeah, maybe there should be a statue of him next to the observatory. There should.
0: You're referring to James Dean. Yeah. And Black Panther. Uh, Chadwick. There should be. A, I think there's, a, a, there's oh, a, yeah. I read something. There might be a. Put up a statue of Chadwick in his uh, hometown. I think he's from South Carolina. Yeah, they should do that. I think. I think. I, I think so, too. I think For there should sure. be a statue of him everywhere. On my block. Uh, I would. Mm-hmm. I would want one right outside. That's a bit overdoing it. On every book. Actually, like uh, two blocks away, there is a mural of Kobe and Nipsey Hussle. And I think we should put Chadwick in there too. Okay. And maybe um, uh, Whitey Ford, he just died today. Whitey Ford, the great Yankee pitcher. Uh, He was 91. He died. We should put him on there too. All right. Uh,
1: Sounds about right.
0: Okay whitey ford i wasn't trying to make a whitey uh joke but (laughs) but he literally died today i think he died today that wasn't um whitey ford the legend i don't know i'm not american well he won he won uh, he has a lot of uh a lot of records
1: before my time I'm sure there's many people who know what you're talking about. Right. I am not one of those people. Okay? Okay. Okay? I think that's okay.
0: It's okay not to know everything. Oh, well, thank goodness. But he was a a New York Yankee, and that's kind of like being like a, a man you great you know in in England you know it's, I don't even
1: know about soccer that much <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to use like a because, metaphor because of all right I, okay I understand the metaphor but I just don't know about soccer that much either or uh, or uh, Australian football legend i know zero Australian football legends or
0: names. isn't surfing Shane, a big sport wait, in, in Shane Australia and
1: Shane, no, no, Shane. Shane Warne. Shane Warne. No, he was a cricketer. Shane Warne. You know, cricketer. It's okay. It. Let's talk That's about. <laughs> That's all, all I got in the, the team sports. I'm not a big team sports guy. I like UFC. I just really like well, m- like one-on-one combat.
0: I like well, the narrative in the quote. In the in uh, as Meryl Streep once said. Miss mixed martial arts is not arts. I think that's unfair. <laughs> I'm just quoting her. You instead, I, I think that quote is ridiculous because it's like, who's she arguing with? <laughs> who is who's like? It is arts.
1: <laughs> who is even saying it in the first place? I think a lot of people. I would venture that mixed martial arts is is an art. I mean, if you say martial arts is an art, then mixed martial arts is an art. You can't, I don't think you can take the, uh, separate the two. Would you say that martial art, would you say that karate is an art form? Or kung fu? I
0: guess so. I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care too much about that state. I just thought, I thought it was kind of ridiculous because it was just arguing with no one as if it needed to be like, like I have this platform and I'm going to say this
1: and it's like who's, who are you saying this Maybe to? Maybe she just sort of was too violent it is too violent for a lot of people but it's literally fighting it's literally fighting but when when you start to do because I've trained Muay Thai for um, at least 10 uh, about 11 years now right I'm a red belt Muay Thai I don't what are the the levels of belts in Muay Thai? Um, there's like white, light blue, dark blue, red, then black. I'm a green belt in karate, actually.
0: I just, it was very easy to get that when I was, I was a kid. And then I was like, oh, I got this like real quick and I quit. And I didn't pursue Good job. It. Uh, but
1: back to you, red belt. And once you start getting punched in the face and start like delivering punches in the face, you realize it's not that bad. It's actually not, it seems a lot more scary than it is. Right. Um, unless you actually get your nose broken or you get knocked out. Right, but it depends on how good looking you are to begin with
0: though. I think that's all <laughs> gotta be, like if you're an ugly person getting the punch in the face, it's like, hey, maybe I'll look better after this. But yeah. if, you're, if you're like, this is my money maker,
1: you're like, okay, I just start running, running, hide. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of guys that got the cauliflower is and it kind of adds to their character. <laughs> Maybe before that, they were just pretty Right. Right. Um, Can they drain that? Isn't that just fluid d- Yeah, fluid no, up? No, but it hardens. You have to drain right away. Yeah. You have to dra- drain it like, you know, within a couple of days or something
0: or a week.
1: Otherwise, it dries up and then it just becomes your ear. It like forms into gristle. That's just...
0: That'd be horrible.
1: Yeah. And then you just cauliflower your guy. There's a lot of people that have that in jujitsu. It's more of a jujitsu thing because they're constantly yeah. like rubbing their ears up against the ground and other people's arms and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't get it in Muay Thai. Muay Thai, you would get yeah. like black eyes with broken noses. Also, wrestling, you would get it. Same for the same oh, yeah, reason. Oh, massively in wrestling, yeah. They're always like rubbing their heads against the. Other guy's head or like shoulder or whatever, but you do really appreciate. So here's why it's an art form. Okay, to be good at it, you have to do it every day, pretty much, or five days a week. So you have to wake up, get out of bed, roll out of bed, grab your um, your you know your shorts, your belt, your your shirt, your gear, and like get down to the the dojo. Get there early, you know, pay your specs to the, um, whoever's your trainer and warm up and then practice your art that you've, the craft that you've learned how to do for the last, you know, years and years, you have right. to be, do it to be good at. So your argument is anything because you have to be
0: training every day that makes it an art form?
1: Because it's,
0: uh, like you don't have to yeah. do, draw every day to be a good, uh, sketch artist. Once you're good, you're like, I can take a break. I still got it, you know? Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Same with like, you know, if you're like an opera singer, you're an opera singer, you can... I'm think i not an opera singer, but I assume you can take a break and you've got all that training and you can go warm up and sing uh, Nessun
1: Dorma if you want. Yeah, I've wondered that about acting. Like, I've never really... I've never, I mean, I have, I have taken breaks, but I've always been like writing or like, it's been like a related field. I've been like doing martial arts and writing and I feel like that's kind of contributing to my training as an actor, auditioning. I guess this has been the longest slog with like the least amount of auditions I've ever had because we've been in lockdown. Right. And I did just have a few, but, you know, there was like a basically five month period where I had zero auditions. So it was a bit of like, do you feel like a loss
0: of identity? Like I'm not doing what I'm doing. So like, what am I doing?
1: um, Or you just look at it as like, I'll use this time to do something else. And when it's over. Yeah. I was writing so much that, um, yeah, I've been writing so much that that's been really rewarding but yeah so you can't really it's not really the same as acting but it kind of is because it's the same i think being a writer is like that's what you do as an actor you kind of figure out the story imagine the story in your mind before you get to working with other people and you actually make it real you know so it is kind of doing it you know but i don't know being it is like a funny profession because it requires all these other people around you and then you're you know you've got a camera and you're like and then with auditions I kind of I don't like to look at the takes until the end because you know that I remember early on there was a lot of obsessing like looking back at the take and thinking oh I want to change that and then by the time by the the end of it you're like imagining what you look like as you're acting and then trying to like manipulate a certain reaction or whatever rather than being in the moment and then just being the character, you're worrying about all these other things, which takes like we're worried about taking away from your performance. Yeah. To to be like an authentic actor, right? You have to kind of have that like shut I'm gonna do my own thing artistically and believe in my own world and like do all this like internal work with imagination and then like be there with my people. But then there's like the business part where you kind of have to have this weird self-awareness of like, how you're coming across, and, like, you know, all this, you have to put all this material together of, like, your headshots, and your audition tapes, and, like, clips and stuff like that, you have to be, like, a media, (laughs) you have to be, like, your own media channel, Um, and especially with social media now, it's, like, such a huge part of everything. There's a lot of great actors that don't have social media, but. You know, I think if you're trying to crack it you kind of need to um, so anyway that adds like a yeah. weird
0: self-awareness to it unless you're Denzel's son then you don't need to crack social media is he on there? what's his name? Mark David Washington I don't even remember his name still
1: yeah, it's yeah it's two first names let's see but You don't know is he good though? Oh Jefferson Hall's in it.
0: I know Jefferson Uh I don't know. I saw him in a, a few episodes of Ballers, which was not um I thought it was a strange show. It just seemed like porn for guys who don't like their lives
1: so so I'm just looking at the cast of tenant here that um Jefferson Hall is shout out to this guy. I remember auditioning this guy for like an indie war film in England I was doing 11 years ago. Right. And he came in as an actor and he was absolutely brilliant. Like that guy is a great actor. And since he's done like Game of Thrones and all, all sorts of things. And now he's a tenor. But um, yeah, he's just like a jobbing actor that's now just getting some serious... Stuff. Okay, so the lead antenna is John David Washington. John David. John David Washington. What were we talking about? And he was he was in the Black Klansman. Yeah, he was Black Klansman. And he
0: was we were talking about having to be an actor you have to it's kind of attack social media and I said, Not if you're Denzel's
1: kid. (laughs) Which is So let's see if he has Twitter. He might. Um, yeah, I imagine they get, like, some pretty crazy opportunities. No, he doesn't have Twitter. Yeah, I guess he doesn't need to. Well, there you go. There the I go. Is that? If you're Denzel Washington's son, you don't need a Twitter. At least, at least our listeners, or
0: which may not exist, learned something here today. You're welcome, guys. Hopefully, it's not all for nothing. Hopefully, this is. Hopefully, maybe they just turned this off and tried to rent Zoro the Gay Blade like 20 minutes into listening. Is that
1: a real movie? Did you just make that? I like? would never lie to you. Why you got to put the phone down and just trust me that like tr- I'm not going to trust that this just exists. Zoro the Gay Blade. What the fuck? I told
0: you. I did not make it up. And, and by the way, uh, what's wrong with that being a movie? Why is it not normalized? Why can't Zoro be gay? Is that less of a hero if he is gay? Why are you so uh, challenged by this?
1: Okay, the fact that that is a still... Look, I don't think that this is like, you know, a realistic account of
0: maybe they should remake that, right? And get Tom Ford to direct it. And maybe it would look it would
1: be different. How do you know about this movie? How did this movie get made? <laughs> this was back in 19 1981 it got got Listen, made.
0: there was a different time. <laughs> it wasn't all superheroes and Star Wars. It was sometimes it was the gameplay.
1: <laughs> it it grossed eleven million dollars. How the fuck? Look, just accept. And George Hamilton.
0: This, if this is everything I told you. Why aren't you believing me?
1: Why did this happen? Who 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 directed this? I think Spielberg. No, it was no. Peter Medak. Okay. And Peter Medak did uh Species 2. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 3 though. These are big movies. Big movies. The crazy. They
0: saw the, the, the studio's heads saw what he did with Zara the Blade and were like, let's let's give him, let's give him the keys to the studio. Let us do whatever he wants.
1: That's outrageous the original oh no he was second assistant director on the original Phantom of the Opera okay wow, that's blown my mind I do just want to see the trailer this is what your episode should be called Zorro the Gay Blade um do they have oh they have a trailer I found it
2: Simon Production presents George Hamilton. And George Hamilton has (laughs) one destiny. Drop the helpless.
1: Two. You just has the whip. There's the whip. To befriend the friendless. One legend. To defeat. uh, Feedless. Two color schemes. I thought
0: it helps. Keep them guessing. Thrill, to the It was a hit.
2: and only you wait for? Here with Zorro. Win with And catch a few with You're the bravest man am very impressed
1: myself too. the Okay. You get the idea.
0: Are you... Are you... Less interested, more interested, or unchanged in watching this movie? I
1: would say unchanged. Unchanged. It was surprising. Um, I was not expecting it to be an 80s movie. And an early 80s movie at that. I don't understand. So, what era would would you expect Sora the Gameplay to have taken place? 2000s? Late 90s? <laughs> I didn't even know there was gay cinema back in the early eighties. You know, I mean, was it what like anything else? Was there any like even of the like? Well, radical... look, it's it's
0: actually. I mean, I, I don't know. I actually haven't seen the movie. What was
1: the first gay movie? I, I, what makes someone? What makes a movie, a good movie? like the, with, the no with two lead characters that were two like gay protagonists? One of the one of the leads is gay. I don't know Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that. But that's a '90s movie, surely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Dog Day Afternoon <laughs> would be. We... Yeah, that's that's an '80s movie, right? Is I, it? Is I, it? An 80s I don't. Movie, I don't know. Sitting, so. sitting the mat. Yeah. Yeah, that's Young Pacino. It's got to be like around the same era. Dog Day Afternoon. Masks of Zorro, the Gay Blade had like competing releases. It's like, it was a movement. Much like today we have a movement there, there was an 80s gay cinema movement as well. Um, yeah, Burgeoning. Obviously they had their blockbusters. Right. Like we have Mission Impossible 7. Right. Zoro the Gay Blade. Right. I wonder if they could have a gay franchise movie. Now, I don't I wonder know. if the, you know, that like sort of push to open things up. Right. Because they, they had Black Panther. They had like, you know, many other options in terms of like, you know, not white males. Well, wasn't there something about Harry
0: Potter and Dumbledore being gay? Didn't that happen a couple of years ago? But wasn't
1: that just like a subtext? I don't know. I'm not like... really. I think that was like a subtextual conspiracy thing.
0: I, I'm not really into the Harry Potter world, but I know it's such a, it's such a fan base <laughs> and that little things like that become known
1: because they become like world news. <laughs> they're, they're trending headlines. But that's like weird conspiracy. No, I'm talking about literally like a gay Avengers I mean, are any of the Marvel characters gay? Any of them? I don't. Is is Captain Marvel a lesbian? Is she? I don't. I, so. I didn't see the movie. I don't know. I think it's because because Disney uh, own Marvel as well. So, but I don't know if like the original comics are there any gay characters in like the original comics. Hey,
0: we all know something's going on with Batman and Robin. I mean, the boy wonder? Come on.
1: That's not Marvel, but... No, but you're talking... <laughs> I know. You're talking like Freudian subtext. I'm talking like literally man on man.
0: I'll take care... Your parents are dead. I'll take care of you. And also, you're going to wear these little underwears all the time when I'm uh, around the- hanging around the house.
1: I mean, how many households in Beverly Hills are like that? <laughs> okay. But he also has sex with Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. And and so you
0: know. think Batman was on the down low?
1: No, <laughs> you're saying this. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that. I don't think Batman's gay.
0: Okay. I don't. Do you think Robin's gay for pay? Like, yeah, I like this house and everything. Oh. Kind of like a Tiger King situation. Like he was having married to all those quote straight guys they were straight until they met him and then they're married are you familiar with the Tiger King uh
1: I watched like the first couple episodes and I was like okay I know that if I continue watching this I'm gonna get addicted and I'm gonna feel bad about myself as I'm watching it so you don't think it was it was uh
0: good use of your time even though this was like the start of quarantine like we no one had anything to do we
1: just stayed in our, nothing's really changed that much but we... hey I was day trading cryptocurrencies like a fiend <laughs> so you were more productive is what you're saying you kind... kind of somewhat somewhat I just traded one addiction for another
0: but you, are you aware the tiger king was this gay guy in oklahoma who would marry these guys who were decades younger than him, who were, by their own uh, <laughs> identification, straight. And as a straight person, I don't understand how you go, okay, I'm straight, but, well, this guy's got some tigers, so I'll be the gay husband now.
1: How many husbands did he have? I think there were three. He had three
0: husbands. Three who all claim to be straight? I don't know how that that and that guy's. Quite that's pretty specific... gay to me. Getting married to a man is pretty gay. <laughs> to be if you're a man, you get married. To, that's pretty. You kind of yeah. lose the whole "I'm straight" thing.
1: Right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and he's quite a specific choice as well. Like he's not like everyone's cup of tea. He's like a. He's more of a niche. I mean, to each their own.
0: I guess so. He's no—he's uh, no Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Seven. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> or uh, John David Washington. John David, I think I think people be more into him. He's probably Tom Cruise might be too too short for uh, most most people's.
1: Yeah. Also, he's got quite a—we um, know too much about him now, really, don't we? I mean, the mystery is gone the Scientology stuff or the
0: other stuff or the
1: um yeah I guess a lot of that stuff was quite alarming to people like it was all that anyone was talking about for a while wasn't it it was like the, it was like a Trump kind of thing it was like uh, Tom Cruise in Scientology uh, well there were
0: certain events that I mean they're decades old now but there was the Matt Lauer incident where he was yelling at Matt Lauer about who Matt Lauer another Me Too guy who lost <laughs> but uh, he uh, he lost. He was yelling at Matt Lauer about uh, antidepressants and how they shouldn't be used. And he knows the research, and you don't know the research. And it was very uh, uh, heated heated uh, uh, interview. It wasn't it wasn't very uh,
1: laid back in tone. Yeah, I've seen that but Yeah, there's been a few clips like that as well. when he it was like getting really angry with journalists. See, I heard, and this makes sense to me, that he had this brilliant publicist, this brilliant PR lady, that would like had his back and was kind of like in his family, like very in his inner circle, for for many years, and then the year that it all came out, because it all came out at once, you know, from the couch jumping incident, right? The I'm the I'm in love on Oprah. Yeah, it all came like flooding out after that, because he let her go. And then all this stuff came out that she was like keeping, like, oh, you can't, you can't um, publish that, you can't keep that in, you've got to cut that out, or whatever, or you can't ask in this, um, or like cutting interviews short. You know, all of a sudden right. he didn't have that protection, and and so all this stuff that was very controversial about his personality just came up because I didn't really get why you know the couch jumping was even a big deal. To be it was just not it was not very uh, authentic. Like if
0: someone's like I'm seeing this girl, it's going really well. They don't go on a TV show and start jumping on the couch and going I'm in love. Yay, I'm in love. It's not it looked like an act. Okay. It didn't seem like uh mental illness or odd. It just was like at least that was my interpretation of it. Oh, okay. It was it seems scripted. Okay. Maybe I've just, I just, you know, but it, it helped his. I don't know if it hurt him or helped him, but it got him. I think people talking was, about him. Yeah, he's, it was. He's everyone, still Tom I'm Cruise. Like, he's still like the guy
1: in Hollywood. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean his bo- his box office did take a dip with the next Mission Impossible after that year came out. It, it must be said, like there was, I think it was Mission Impossible three, just kind of. With Philip Seymour broke even, basically. Yeah, was it? He dun, was a great
0: dude. What do you think of the whole taking off faces thing? That's the whole Mission Impossible thing. It's, uh, what do I think about it? Yeah, I mean that goes back to the TV show, which is before both our time. Um,
1: oh, really? there was a they would just take off where they just took off faces
0: yeah well it was like everyone would be undercover and there'd be scenes and then they would be like someone would leave the room and then they would pull off their face and it'd be like someone else underneath so okay. that's that's the that's like the the tie-in with the show but the episode of the show that I've seen I do that it seemed like it was a team like there wasn't this one Ethan Hunt guy which yeah. is like the show the movie seemed like more like a Bond thing where it's just one guy yeah okay maybe I'm wrong I just didn't watch the show I mean it seemed more like a it seemed more like what white
1: collar uh, A-team like it was a group oh like an oceans kind of thing yeah yeah I could see that I mean uh, TV shows tend to be more like ensemble like that don't they don't they I think so unless it's house other than House, it's all, <laughs> they're all ensembles. kind of has to be about him. Yeah. It's called House. Or Seinfeld.
0: I feel like Breaking Bad was about was about uh, oh, yeah. Cranston. Cranston.
1: Dexter was about... De- but Dexter. 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 But isn't it like if it's called the name of the character, right. then it's more about the guy. But you're right, Breaking Bad was mostly about Bryan Cranston. But it had a bit of Aaron Paul like he was definitely second yeah. lead there second lead we should just write the next breaking bad pilot did you see that pilot the break yeah that was see I'm not really one for TV writing to be honest like I've just never really got into it like for me a lot of TV shows that are dramas they're kind of lose their steam pretty quick actually like I you know even once they're really exciting I think the first few episodes seem to be amazing but then even after that they seem to get repetitive especially well those Dexter and Breaking Bad are my two
0: the two that I love I don't really I can't think of another drama where I was like I want to know what happens next (laughs) it's kind of like I don't know I don't care what happens next so I stopped watching
1: yeah yeah but but breaking bad, the pilot for Breaking Bad, I was like, What the fuck is this? This is like it wasn't it was like not even T V. It right. was like and it was one of the first of that like golden era of television, I guess. Everyone was talking about no right. TV's different. Now. I feel like
0: it was the godfather of this generation, you know? Like it was for T V. Right. But I,
1: there's still great cinema being made. And I think you know, that, that is precious because it's a dying art form because of the economics of the whole thing right now. It's going to really crush art house cinema. So I think it is something to be treasured. So I I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as to say it was the godfather. I would say the godfather of TV, sure. But I'm just saying there was
0: there was no, you know, in the 80s TV, when did, the godfather came out in the 70s, right? Wasn't it? I don't even know what year the Godfather came out
1: yeah it was seven I think it was 79
0: so like what right. what was TV then what TV was like murder mysteries the Brady Bunch what was what was the TV because I know the 80s was the Cosby Show and Cheers those were the big it was sitcoms
1: 72 72 early 70s right wow so Apuccino was Apuccino's been around for a while yeah he was like pre-De Niro but I tell you what I have okay I have to say this say it um I saw the trailer for the latest De Niro film uh what's it called uh Angry Grandpa no no <laughs> That obviously looks like the worst film he's done. No, the, he's done this other film, which looks. Do you want to looks, see
0: another analyze this movie? Would you want to see a, like a third one of those? Or
1: I mean, i what? I mean, I don't know if I'd watch it. Probably not. Um, no, the comeback trail. The comeback trail. The comeback trail. He looks amazing in that. Like he looks like. And I'm a big De Niro fan and it was so... You mean he looks physically good or he looks he's doing good acting? Why or? would I say oh yeah De Niro looks physically good? I don't I know because he would, looks bad. I mean the, the Irishman he looks
0: <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that
1: was the last thing he did. He's an old man though. I know. Like, he looks what he is. He's supposed to be he's supposed to look terrible especially his generation were not particularly taking care of themselves. Although you would be surprised with Raging ball and everything. Anyway. He, he looks like old De Niro. It looks like we got our guy back. Right. He our, looks, he's our guy? Yeah. He's like late 80s De Niro. In that. Right. He looks amazing. The acting wise. And like he's playing this like movie director. And he's all like really trying to get the film right. Looks incredible. I'm so excited about that. Yeah? Really. Yeah, genuinely. Will theaters be open when it comes out? No, I think it's coming out next year. Um, Oh, no, it's coming out this year. Fuck, what are they going to do? I guess release it on streaming? I don't have the answers. I'm just a
0: guy. Tommy Lee I'm Jones just, is in it? I'm just a guy recording my first podcast with you. And I, hopefully this recording goes well, or else... Is it recording? It is recording. Oh, sweet. But...
1: It is recording. It is recording. And <laughs> yeah. we're
0: going gonna, gonna to check right now. And we're at an hour and 20 minutes right now.
1: Have we said anything that's going to come back and bite us in the ass?
0: I mean, maybe the part about being friends with uh, drug dealers. But in LA, who isn't, right? Yeah, we we don't take that. part. Let's, let's clarify that. We don't take part in that. The I usage think... or the, or the distri- distribution.
1: Okay, definitely cut that out. I mean, <laughs> don't include me in your drug dealer. <laughs> like world okay They're no same way I hey
0: let's just, let's cut this out
2: <laughs> let's cut this
0: out this is definitely staying in now
1: um anyway so De Niro actually De Niro looks stopped good stopped taking drugs when I came to LA can you, you s- believe that you stopped usually yes. the other way around yeah because in London there was a bit of like an underground scene of like you know I wasn't going hard, but like it was just sort of normal on a night out. You would just like, you know, partake and it was just part of the scene really. And then I came out here and it just really felt like it wasn't felt like everyone's really focused on their careers and getting really fit and, you know, not doing that. And I gave up smoking. Yeah. I went the other way around. I went... Everyone was going, see that's the thing, you gotta go against the trend. Right. That's how you make the big bucks, you go against the trend. Everyone was going coke and hookers. I went, you know, vegan uh, slushies and Muay Thai. There was
0: this one time I was like playing pool somewhere and then this guy asked me for a ride home. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. You know, it was like raining. And uh, he's like, oh, can you stop? Uh, I got to go pick up my check. Anyway, that's us, awesome. So anyway, he gets in my car and instantly just starts doing cocaine immediately as if it's nothing. And he's like, oh, do you want someone? I'm like, uh, no, I'm OK. <laughs> like he doesn't even like say anything like, hey, who is this? There was just some guy like someone. Like, Why did you let him in your car? <laughs> I was just being a nice guy. And then <sighs> who does that? who just lets
1: random people in
0: no he was someone uh, I think I played a game of pool with him and it was like oh, oh. It was, then that was it but then it was like pouring, oh then you have was, to wh- he had a skateboard it and he was pouring rain and I was like alright man I'll give you a ride and he just like instantly just starts doing it like right in my car without saying anything just and then he's like, oh do you want something I'm like no I'm
1: good <laughs> yeah that's tricky I mean, what did you do? Did you just I was like, act yeah, like nothing was happening? Yeah,
0: I don't know what I. I just took him back to his place, and that was. So happened. you
1: acted like nothing had happened. That's probably what most people would do. Yeah. I I doubt that. I mean, maybe maybe white women would go, "What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of my car!" <laughs> but probably everyone else would be like, "Oh, okay, go ahead, man." At least he didn't pull out a, a needle. At least it wasn't
0: like <laughs> you oh, yeah,
1: want some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which and then, like uh, the spoon. Yeah, yeah. L.A. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I've uh, encountered. Too- I mean, we have a mutual friend who was probably the cl- person I was closest to that was uh, in that whole world. Right. It will go. And he's nervous. gone. He left. He's on Yeah. He's not. He's not in LA anymore. Um, and he was a comedian on the on the circuit. And I think it's like bigger on, on the circuit. I think comedians get a real problem or they, can get a real problem. With it's, that. It seems to be polar opposites where they're complete straight edge.
0: Yeah. Or they're. They have they have a problem. They have addiction problems. Maybe it has to be that way. I mean, there's lots of people who are just never... A lot of people like me who just don't drink at all, don't smoke, don't do anything. Yeah. And then there's people who try to set the record for toxic, toxicity level, which I have a friend who set the record, I think, for uh, something. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Is it an official record? He was told... It was, it was the toxicity level of a substance, and it was the highest... For
1: someone alive. <laughs> Whoa. What substance was it? Uh, uh, ketamine. Ketamine? And that's the stuff that is like horse tranquilizer. That's what I understand. But so he, was he, he went through rehab
0: and he's he's all good now. I think he's all good. I don't know. Jesus. That's what I was told. Who knows? I, I may have been misled.
1: I mean, what are you going for with ketamine? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. I don't know the answer. Like what? You're just like, I oh, fuck, I just want to be really just like tired. <laughs> I just want to be really fucking tired. I don't know. I think there's probably
0: a, some a uh a side effect of like staying awake on it that you get. I don't know, but I assume it's that's that's the other thing. There's like <laughs> it's not like I'm going to take a nap. And that was <laughs> awesome. I'm addicted to taking a nap. Some people get addicted to sleeping pills and stuff. They, that's true. sleeping. But hey, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who saw that coming? He, he died
1: of heroin. I had no idea he was a heroin junkie.
0: No
1: I was one, one of his biggest fans. Yeah, no one, no one saw that coming. He did that movie that his brother wrote called Love Liza, which is about a guy who gets addicted to sniffing petrol, which is a really underrated indie movie. That, you know, low-budget film did you know it was just like a festival movie yeah brilliant heartbreaking especially now in life he of
0: course had his gay performance in Capote
1: oh yeah is there even a scene in that movie though where he's like together with his husband I don't know because a lot of this to be fair a lot of those scenes in. let's be fair to be fair let's be fair let's be fair a lot of those scenes in, in Capote with his husband the character was his husband takes place, like, over the phone. I didn't see it. I
0: don't know. You didn't see it? Let me tell you something. There was this movie that was always on when I was a kid. It was, like, a Chuma Capote Christmas. And it was the most depressing thing.
1: You didn't see Capote?
0: Like, do you think my life is lacking because I didn't see Capote? Yes. (laughs) I, 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 uh, I disagree. You've seen...
1: Zorro the Gay Blade. I have I've seen parts of that. I've never watched Zorro the Gay Blade from start to finish. But you haven't seen Capone. I, you know, look. I can I'm I can make fun of you for this. I think that's fair. Look, I think it's fair game. Is he that important of
0: a character in histor in, in in our history of the United States? Okay. Or is he, is in and is that movie such a piece of? A cinematic history that Yes. Philip Seymour Hoffman
1: as Capote. Yes. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. Fuck you. <laughs> I watched Citizen Kane a couple of months ago. Again. Do you want an award?
0: Do you what congrats. Yes,
1: I do. I definitely do. It's definitely what I'm going for. I've never seen what's the other one? That's the other one that uh you know they have a film coming out by David Fincher Netflix and Gary Oldman about the making of Citizen Kane about the guy who wrote the script for it did you know that no I didn't and I wish I didn't I wish I didn't (laughs) it looks like the next best picture Maybe. maybe well who knows if you haven't seen Citizen Kane then I guess you would be skeptical I haven't seen Gone with the Wind which is now uh i I actually haven't seen that oh oh i don't know that that's a good film so much as just historical because it was the first color film i think wizard of oz is the first color film isn't it i'm pretty sure it's gone with the wind you son of a bitch or was it the first talkie
0: the first talkie i don't know i don't know i just it's on the list of afi it's always on that top 10 all-time movies
1: I think it's just like historically important. I, I don't know. All I know is like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a
0: damn. It's about rebuilding. Was that Casablanca though? No, that's has with the Wind. That was Gone with the Wind? Yeah, that's Clark Gable says that. Frankly, like my dear, I don't give a damn.
1: Was that the end of the movie?
0: I don't, I haven't, haven't seen it. I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I hope that's the I reason. think the yeah. end of the movie is Tomorrow is Another
0: Day. Isn't that it? They're at the sunset and say, na, na, na. tomorrow is another day.
1: They were going for the
0: sequel, lead up yeah. to the sequel. And that should be, the, we should make a sequel. The, the, just call tomorrow's another day. That's what we should call
1: it. Running in the breeze. Isn't it
0: about like reconstruction of the South after the Civil War? Okay. I think that's what it's about. Wow.
1: Actually, that sounds pretty interesting. I would be down to watch that. It's very long, apparently. It's yeah. Very... Yeah, that's one of the things. And it's like, you know, it's that old acting. It's the pre-Brando acting. Right. The, the right. Heston. <laughs> that's- the overacting. Hey! <laughs> yeah. The, and they're really posing. like, And they've got, like, the moustaches, like, perfectly yeah. wa- perfectly waxed. A perfectly waxed moustache. And uh, I don't know. It's tough to watch. I find that stuff tough to watch. Right. Never know. There's some people who are really huge fans. Like, like like seems to be very feminine women in, in LA. I've met a number. Very feminine women and gay men love, like, the bad acting old movies. Right. Like the pre Like, the 50s old movies. Or even, like, 40s where they didn't really know how to use the camera properly ah oh, they don't make them like they used to no they make them way better than they used to
0: well that's what I thought remember when the artist won best picture or it swept all the awards and people were like it's so good it's like no this is how movies used to be and we've they've gotten better so they don't make them this way anymore and I, like I liked the movie it wasn't entertaining but it wasn't like this is amazing and it deserves all the glorification and awards and whatnot no it's like uh how about uh how about color and uh talking that would be great how about (laughs) a really how about a cgi superhero movie that's what i (laughs) need cgi superhero
1: movie i don't know if i'm with you on that did you see the artist yeah did you see it yeah okay and you were like yeah i was like it's good it's all right I think the innovation, though, like, just the fact that they made that film and it became, you know, it found an audience and it was just that but good. But it found an audience
0: after it, it got all this awards. It wasn't... It, yeah. It, it made the money
1: after winning the awards. It didn't. It wasn't yeah. the other way around. Yeah, but it just was that... Like, it sustained me throughout. Like, I wasn't bored. I wasn't like, yeah. Uh,
0: I just remember there's a part where, like, it's a role reversal. Like, this girl's his his biggest fan and he's on top of the world he's the biggest star in Hollywood and then she makes it right and he's down down on his luck you know his time has passed and then he goes remember he like goes into her home he tries to sell all his belongings to like stay afloat do you remember the movie do you remember all the stuff and then he finds out like oh no she bought all his stuff and he's like upset why wasn't he like oh great this girl's obsessed with me. I'm on easy street,
1: you know? Maybe he just had high standards. I don't know. Maybe he wanted a challenge. Maybe he wanted, you know, a girl that was on his level. And he not should just... have been the next Bond villain. He should
0: have been... I think he was. No, he had, like, no career after that. Like No, so... he had, like, one villain. Seth MacFarlane made fun of him about that at the Oscars. He said, like, oh, winning best actor can be a springboard for your career. Just look at uh, whatever his name is, Gerard Peder, whatever. And he's like, he won last year and now he's everywhere. And he was nothing. No no movies at all. Well,
1: I think the big problem is his English was terrible. That's why I say Bond villain. I'm pretty sure he was a Bond villain. He could just go, no, Mr.
0: Bond, I expect you to die. That's it. And you got your paycheck.
1: Wolf of Wall Street. He was in
0: that.
1: I didn't see that. You haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street? I saw parts of it. You've seen Zorro the Gay Blade. Look. Not Wolf of Wall Street. Look, man. I mean, what would you say if you... If freedom of speech were readily available? I would say, look.
0: Do yourself a favor... And watch Zoro the Gay Blade. Because oh. life is short, and there are moments to be had. Even if you don't remember anything or take anything from it, you'll just enjoy that moment, those two hours of your life. Whether you live to be 20 or 120, the Gay Blade will be part of your life. Is this a real shark's tooth? That is a, a fossilized megalodon tooth.
1: Megalodon tooth? Yes. This is the size of my hand.
0: I mean, they don't really have sharks that big anymore that they have teeth that big.
1: How big was a megalodon?
0: Uh, I don't think they know. the I think they believed like 65 feet or so. Um, but um, sharks don't have skeletons, so there's no full skeleton of one discovered. That's like the size of a fin whale, the second largest whale. Right, I'm aware. I know my whales. I know my. You whale. do. It's one thing I do now, and I know my, my butt. So what's the largest? The blue. How big is the
1: largest blue? <laughs> Approximately 100 feet long. Yeah. Killed it. He nailed it. He nailed it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He knows his big animals. I mean, do you think that megalodons... Do you think that the blue whale would be able to exist with megalodons? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, probably. There'd probably be enough. I wonder what uh, what prey would become extinct if the megalodon was around still.
0: Well, it's just like how many of them were there, you know? There has to be... It's a balance.
1: You know, there's great whites and there's sperm
0: whales like sperm whales well, are the largest toothed animal and there has to be stuff for them to eat
1: but do they eat mammals? do they eat seals? sperm whales? I think they mainly eat fish and squid yeah that sounds right so why did the megalodon go extinct then? I don't know the answer to that Because some,
0: have- some people believe they're still out there I'm not one of those people because you would find teeth that weren't fossilized if they were still out there. Yeah,
1: because they, they could have just eaten whales. Right. There were plenty of whales before we killed them all. Right. There were many. Hundreds of millions. Of um, We killed um, a couple million, I think. At least a couple million. We killed a couple million in, like, the mid-20th century. right. Which is a lot of whales. Can you believe that all the like oil products and all the oil in the world, like everything was running on whale <laughs> flesh, right? And there were
0: uh, also I think yeah, all the lanterns and there was candles made from the blubber. There was all these products made from whales. There Yeah, was, uh, um, corsets made from baleen. There was a lot of whale products.
1: All the soap and honestly, margarine, yeah. shampoo.
0: I didn't know there was whale
1: shampoo, but
0: the blubber was was a valuable product. And then there was the spermacelli, which took over. What did they use spermacelli for, though? I think it was mainly for for like lanterns and, and, and light. It was just more like potent oil. It was a good. I think it was a good burning fuel. It's a good burning fuel. That's the, my understanding. I'm not the expert on. Uh, all of them. I, I, do, I do know of a, quite a bit about whales and whale products and whaling industry but not maybe my next guest will be an expert and we can talk more about
1: whales and I mean but you just consider like what a pretty barbaric society that is running their energy source on the fat of an animal which is be- like very similar to us
0: well, but you gotta understand like what percentage of the population was in poverty <laughs> like living in poverty like they, they, no one no one thought about it. like we had we all have first world problems now, like no one thought about that stuff then it was just like, I need to survive, I need to get my next meal oh yes, so <laughs> so not like now i mean i think I think more people are out of poverty now than two
1: hundred years ago i mean percentage or, or, wise or 100 years ago Correct. percentage wise yeah, but in terms of the actual number of people in poverty must be way more. Yeah. Just because the population is growing so much, right? Right. I mean, we just walked to Ralph's and we saw like a dozen. We saw, there's some tents. It was at least a dozen. That's the new, uh,
0: Sunset Boulevard, the place of dreams. There's a lot of,
1: there's a lot of things to be seen there. A lot of needles, a lot of, Though I was, like, quite surprised seeing this guy come out of his tent and, like, he's kind of, like, washed down the sidewalk. And, like, he was actually taking good care of this area. Yeah. He was, like... I've seen a lot of things. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things over
0: there. I've seen, like, uh, golf clubs over there. Like, this guy's putting in a nine holes. I don't, I don't know. What? Uh, there, there's, there's, there's a row of tents on Sunset Boulevard. And sometimes... A few times I've seen... A set of golf clubs next to one of the tents. I don't know if it was like someone trying to sell them to, or, or what, or they stole it from someone's backyard and they're like, I'm going to get this. And I don't know. I, I just, it was odd. That's why I'm bringing it up.
1: This like, okay, I'm holding this Megalodon sharp tooth in my hand. Right. Yes. And it's real. I mean, that's like the head of a f- fuck off spear, isn't it? Like, and how many do they have? Like hundreds, right? Or like a thousand of these. Like that, like just like yeah. coming down. Like that's really like a powerful predator. That would have been a terrifying thing to see. When did they, were we around when they were around? I don't believe so.
0: I think they were like eight to 20 million years ago. I don't know.
1: Oh. So Maybe we have I, still like monkeys. I don't know. the exact Slinging case. shit at each other.
0: We were monkeys. We were spearing, uh, we were spearing cave bears and giant ground
1: sloths. Eight to ten million years. No, we weren't. That all happened in the last, like, hundred thousand years or a couple hundred thousand yeah, years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the us like using spears to kill mammoths and stuff. Right. But we, if we, if the megalodon was around, we could have used one of these teeth to take down a mammoth. That, I guess, or oh, maybe a number of these stuck on the end of a pole could definitely take down a mammoth. Right. Apparently they're bringing back the mammoth. I've been hearing that for decades. I think it's clickbait. I think people
0: just like, oh, it's time for me to write this article. Oh, it's possible. I think ever since uh, the, the. Uh, uh, what, what what was it? Uh Jurassic Park, where it was this: oh, we can bring back these things. They kept started saying, "Is it really science fiction? Can we bring things back?" And there's all these articles like, "Oh, we can grow a fetus of a a woolly mammoth inside an elephant, and and it would be." But then, like, okay, so then decades go by. Where is this thing? Where's my? I want the woolly mammoth. (laughs) Where's my woolly mammoth? There's a GoFundMe I can get
1: behind. Yeah, hold scientists accountable.
0: Just Where's think, the fucking so look, mammoth? Instead of like a Jurassic Park, we could have like Ice Age Park. And <laughs> yeah. as you go, and there's one mammoth. Or this, once you got a male and a female, you can keep getting more. Okay, there's a family of mammoths. Would that make even make money? Yeah. That's what I think about Jurassic Park. Would, I would, think it would. would people even go if there really was a Jurassic Park? Would the same amount of people who are interested
1: in the movies go actually <laughs> just, see the actual dinosaurs? Yeah. You think so? Definitely. All the little kids, the, the boys especially. I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid. Well,
0: yeah, but I'm saying, like, how many people... You can go see... You can go see whales now. How many people go whale watching? You can you can go see giant sequoia trees. How many people go see them?
1: Sequoia trees less interesting, I must say, than uh, whales, probably. Uh, have you seen a giant sequoia? It's pretty impressive. Are these, like, up in the
0: redwoods? I mean, the, the, there's the coastal redwood which is the, the California coastal redwood, which is the tallest tree in the world. And those grow along the coast of Northern California. Some of them grow actually here, but they don't uh, germinate here naturally and don't grow there and need more water. It's not it's not damp enough in Los Angeles for them to just grow naturally. But um, if you water one here, it will grow. Uh and the coastal redwood... And the sequoias live more in, like, mountain regions, like Sequoia National Park. There's some, I think, in Yosemite also. I think they're up... They're up at Rio in the Sierra Nevadas. Yeah. That's great. And those are thick. Those are just total mass. They're just so... But they're not as tall, but their but, yeah. diameter is much bigger.
1: Right. And, um... And do and you enjoy... Looking at these, I mean it's kind of cool. Tree.
0: Okay. I'm not alone in that. I actually tried to grow a redwood. Uh, to propagate one, which did not work out. I tried to propagate several. Where? On my balcony. <laughs> they don't. They all start small. It takes, uh, you know, they live you know, hundreds they live, of years, right? They live thousands of years. Thousands of years. Thousands.
1: So there are trees that have seen before humanity was, before civilization. Wait.
0: No, well, I think the oldest, the
1: oldest, I think the oldest. Before Jesus.
0: Yes. I think the oldest redwoods are like 2,600 years old. Something, somewhere around that. I don't know the exact number. So um, BC. Yes. Like 600 BC. Around when the Punic Wars were happening the Punic Wars <laughs> yes what were they um, that was you. Uh, that's when Carthage was uh, going against Rome and Hannibal was riding elephants into Rome and taking over uh, That was... would, would
1: they have been saplings then or full grown trees um, probably saplings do you think that there were redwood oh wait no sequoia
0: I, I don't know how old Sequoia.
1: I think the redwoods get over twenty five hundred years old. Any redwood saplings, that got stomped on by one of Hannibal's elephants. No, because that would have been in Europe and North Africa.
0: Oh. I think I think the Punic Wars around six hundred BC. I'm not. So is that Danish like sure. Alexander
1: the Great? <laughs> no, Era? no, no. There were three Punic Wars. I thought Alexander the Great was around the same time as Hannibal or they just did similar shit. You know, I'm just like throwing out factoids.
0: It makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about and I'm like this really great historian, but I'm actually not. I just like throwing it. I know this happened. There were three Punic Wars Um and uh, Carthage won the second one where they actually invaded Rome and then the Romans won one and three where they attacked Carthage and won. And that's why there's all these, These were the Moors, that's why there's all the more, um Othello. Or the moops, as they say in Seinfeld. Um, the card says moops. i you familiar with that quote. That's a, that's a famous Seinfeld. No, song.
1: I've watched Seinfeld, but I don't know. I have such the faintest recollection of what you're talking about. It's, it's the, the Boy in the Bubble episode. <sighs> it,
0: they're playing like Trio Pursuit, and the answer is the Moors, and... The car, there's a misprint on the card and it says moops. And he's like, sorry, you got it wrong. The card says moops. <laughs> to the guy, to the boy in the bubble. He won't let the boy in the bubble get the answer, right? And that's culture now. Yes, that's like, yada, yada, yada. That's, that's, our, uh, that's our culture now. Well,
1: this is more 90s culture. I mean, now we're just sort of a bit of everything, aren't we? Could be this Seinfeld. Could throw out a friend's reference. All right. We
0: had some technical difficulties, but we're back.
1: Um, we are back.
0: So I was saying, there used to be that show Star Search. And it was kind of funny. It was like, you'd go on and there'd be judges, kind of before American Idol or, or X Factor, or America's Got Talent. It was, you go on and you'd be a dancer or... It was like a, like two dancers. It was like a group of dancers, a comedian. They had like a comedian go against a comedian, the dancers go against dancers, and then like singers go against singers. I think that's all that was. Maybe something else. But there were no like star dancers at the time. Like the only star dancer was like Varishnikov, you know, who was like this Russian ballet dancer uh, who then like became a movie star. But now. The star dancers and the stars really, are teenage girls who dance on TikTok for ten seconds and shake their ass. Um, that's like a celebrity now. That's that's like a big star. You got deals. You got endorsement deals. You get everything. Is that that's, why you're on TikTok? I'm on there for my dance moves. I am on there for my art. Yeah. I actually joined. When quarantine started, like most people were just like, oh, this is on board. This is a thing. Everyone's doing it. Okay. I'll be a sheep. Um, you be I, a sheep. I mean, like doing what everyone else is doing. Following the following. Oh, okay. Metaphorically being a sheep. Not, How did that work out for you? Um, thus far, not good. <laughs> just another time waster so far. Um, How many followers do you have? Not many. Go on. Not ma- I don't say like- the number. Oh, it's 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 not even triple digits. It's like something. So what's the number? I don't know. It's probably twenty something. That's really sad. Hey, you know, that's not my existence. It's I'm more of a podcaster. <laughs> but after today, anyone listening, follow me on TikTok at Richard I. There's going to be a lot of content coming. Lots. Watch this. You're going to look back on this one day and go, he didn't even know his TikTok was about to explode. And then I unleashed my dance moves onto the world,
1: onto the information superhighway, and everyone got them. I think you should premiere some oh. of your dance moves right now on this podcast. No one, no one would understand. No, I'll commentate. All right. All right.
0: One I don't know I just it's, it's very late um, should we end on that you, you've achieved you've impressed us all it's okay do, 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 do you have anything more you want to say should we keep going <laughs> do you want to plug anything do I want to plug anything <laughs> sure oh yeah get an actor to ask, you, you, you light up you're, you're, can I talk about myself and these things I'm doing just follow me on Twitter at Lawrence Fuller. At That's Lawrence it. Fuller. And on your TikTok.
1: What's your TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. What kind of idiot would be on TikTok? Stop judging people. Idiots. Hey,
0: TikTok is the future. Isn't it banned? No. God. Should be. TikTok dancing belongs to us all. If only someone would come along and ban it. So now you're a Trump supporter because he no. he was going to ban it with a uh, executive order, and then he uh, he allowed. Those two things are not
1: related. He was going to ban it. He... No, my, I'm not. No, I am not. But okay, I I support that one thing he did. Trying to ban TikTok, that was it. Why do you hate gay people? Why do you hate them? Just just come clean. What are you afraid TikTok of? TikTok's a gay thing. <laughs>
0: I get it. All right. On that note, uh, goodbye, and tune in for the next episode of uh, On the Throne. I'm sitting. I'm still sitting on an antique toilet from the 1800s. That's impressive. It's fairly early All right. Goodbye. Good night and good luck. It appears our journey has come to an end. Until we find another who is deemed worthy, the throne shall remain empty.